Hello and welcome to the Proper Car Podcast. I'm Drew Markey and I'm excited to share my love of cars and my knowledge of the car sales and service industry with you. The goal of this podcast is to help you be more informed about the car buying process, to help you find the best car for your needs and your budget, and to help you enjoy car ownership more than you've ever imagined. I'm your ally in car buying and I can't wait to help you out, so let's get started. Most people determine their car budget based on their monthly payment. They figure out what they feel they can afford for that payment, and that's as far as we really go. There are a lot of factors that determine what that payment is, and this is one of the ways that dealers take advantage of customers. They understand those factors well and can manipulate things to their advantage. I want to inform you so that as you go into your next car purchase, you have every bit of that knowledge as well. In previous episodes, I've covered some of the costs of financing and how to budget for a car. So please check those out if you haven't already. They'll help you better understand some of the information uh, that we're going to cover today, but also in a little bit more depth on certain certain elements there. In this episode, I want to cover the different factors that create a car payment, and I want to help you understand some of the math involved in that. I also want to share with you this knowledge in a way that helps you to have something you can refer back to in the future so that this isn't something you just have to learn and know through and through. Saving you money and keeping you from getting ripped off are two of the main purposes of this podcast. So let's get started. As I was planning for this episode, I realized it might be helpful to have a spreadsheet to refer to. I was thinking about it just for my own purposes because of some of the math that we're going to cover, but I realized pretty early on in building that out that it would actually be incredibly helpful for you, my listeners, uh, to just have that information available to you when the time comes that you're looking to make a purchase. So I ended up creating the spreadsheet that gives a, a pretty thorough breakdown of a variety of the different factors that we're going to be covering and give some examples so that you can see what the rates and costs of financing for these different factors may be. This spreadsheet is available for you to access on my website. I want this to be completely free to you so there's no cost for you to access it and I don't even ask for your email address or anything else. I just want this to be something that you can access as you need. Um, So you can see this on my website by going to thepropercar.com slash services and you'll see a section for this financing spreadsheet. Click that button and it'll take you to the Google document. And on there you're going to see color-coded spreadsheet showing a variety of different rates, terms, and the costs and the monthly payments and all these different things that we're going to be discussing today. So 
you may want to pull that up if you're at a computer listening to this or on your phone and you can access that um, so that you can compare some of the things that you're going to see there with what we're going to be talking about today in the episode. But now that you have that information, whether you're looking at it now or you look at it later, uh, let's go ahead and talk a bit about these different factors that contribute to your car payment. Uh, when you buy a car and you finance it, there are three primary factors that determine your monthly payment. The amount of the loan, the interest rate, and the term or the length of the loan. Each one plays a major role. So starting with the amount that you finance, uh, it's pretty easy to understand that the greater the amount you finance, the larger that payment's probably going to be. But that one is the, the first and generally the greatest factor in what you're looking at. The other two are your interest rate and your term. The interest rate is primarily dependent on your credit score and your credit history. I've covered that a little bit in the past and will continue to do so more in the future. But again, I, I would like to recommend that you know what your credit looks like you can generally gain access to that without it being any sort of a detriment to your score through a variety of different ways, sometimes through your bank, um, sometimes just through the different providers of credit scores. Having information and knowledge is power, and in this, that's, this whole conversation is about that. And it really kind of starts with understanding what your credit score is. So I highly recommend you look into that. It won't tell you everything. The banks are still going to have to determine factors that will help you know exactly what rates you qualify for, but that's definitely worth mentioning. And the term is another primary factor that can be uh, decided based on what your credit score is, but it could also be based on the age of the car, uh, the mileage of the car, and many other factors. Now, having this basic information already helps you, but we're gonna dig in a lot deeper on each of the different factors and help you understand not just how they affect your payment, but also how they are used against you when you walk into a dealership without that knowledge. Um, And the first thing I wanna cover with this, and this is something that I'm gonna cover over and over again. When you are going to a dealership, you are making a purchase from them, you need to leave the conversation completely focused on, I just need to know my out the door number for the purchase of this vehicle. Always start there. Stay there until you have a number that you are happy with and you feel comfortable moving forward with discussions about things like potentially trading your car or potentially financing through them if you don't already have financing set up before you go into the dealership. Stay the course on this one and do not falter from that. You have to stick with this to make sure that you are seeing the true total purchase price. You're making sure you're looking at a breakdown so that you can see the tax, the the tags, the titling fees that are just 
mandatory and they have no control over, as well as their documentation fee, which we'll certainly talk about that at a later episode. But you can also make sure that they're not adding any additional products or insurances or things to the total. We will continue again, like I said, to cover that. Um, We'll cover it in great depth um, so that you're not getting ripped off with these additional things. And later in this episode, we'll certainly cover it as well. But the first primary factor that we're going to look at here is what is the amount that you're financing? And it starts with that purchase price out the door number. Now, if you have a relationship with a bank um, or a credit union, maybe you have a checking or savings account with them, I highly recommend that you start your process before you've ever stepped foot in a dealership by talking to your bank. Informing them of an upcoming purchase you're looking to make and letting them know that you're looking into what interest rates and terms and payments you may be looking at and potentially financing it through them is something I highly recommend. If you are able to, you might be able to get a pretty pretty close estimation, have a better idea of what is the right uh, budget for you to look at. Um, and it helps you because you go into that dealership armed with that information, essentially. Uh, you may still consider financing through the dealership if they have better rates available, but it's really helpful to have that to start things off. Now, they may need a VIN or probably a bill of sale to be able to give you an exact number, uh, but it's still very helpful to go ahead and start the conversation with them. And if nothing else, you have a contact that you can now reach out to and send that information to um, when you get to a number that you're happy with so that you can get an exact number. Now, I plan on doing future episodes covering a lot more about credit and interest rates and and those factors of financing and, and how it works when you go to a bank or do it through the dealership. But those are major factors, and I wanted to make sure that you were aware of those. So in the next segment, we're going to get into some examples and talk about what all of these numbers you're seeing on the spreadsheet correlate to in the actual purchase of the vehicle. Since most people budget based on that payment, as we started this episode with, we're going to kind of work backward a a bit to figure out um, what's an appropriate loan for you to take on. So in this scenario today, I want to take a a typical buyer looking at something in let's say the six to seven hundred dollar range we've determined that the car that this buyer is looking for you're looking at a thirty seven thousand dollar out the door total purchase price number for today's purposes we're just going to leave trade-in out of the equation because there's already plenty of other factors to discuss But let's say you're looking to put $7,000 down. So you're financing $30,000. If you're looking at the spreadsheet, you'll see that's 
a number that I've already created a column for. And the reason for that is just that it's a, it's sort of a middle of the road. A lot of people finance within that realm for um, the average purchase price of new and used cars. And it gives a pretty good example uh, so that I could show you what the cost of those financing plans would be. Uh, however, we're looking at, uh, this is, let's say, uh, just slightly used vehicle. Um, it's only a year or two old, it's low mileage, uh, and you have good credit. So you're going to qualify for some of the better rates that are out there. Now, at the moment, interest rates have been increased a bit um, by the Fed, and as a result, you're seeing banks and you know the different lenders are also increasing their rates slightly. So incentivized rates are super rare, uh, but you're essentially looking at somewhere between 3 and 10% is pretty common these days, whether you're looking at new cars or used cars. The age and, and mileage of the car plays a big part, as well as your uh, credit coming into it. But since we're looking at a slightly used vehicle with good credit, we're just going to look at the 4 to 6% range uh, so that we can kind of see where this lands you. Um, and to stay in that six, $700 a month that you can budget for this, uh, you'd be looking at probably a 48-month term to be able to hit your payment budget. Depending on those those percentages that we've talked about, four to six percent, it puts you somewhere between six seventy one and seven oh five a month for a forty eight month term. Uh, so not bad. You'd be paying a car off in four years, something that's probably just at the end of its warranty, or or maybe it's just recently expired by the time it's paid off, and because of the rate and because of the fairly short term that you're looking to finance this car for, your cost of financing is going to be about $1,800 to $3,000, which isn't too bad, especially if you're looking at that spreadsheet and you see some of the other numbers on that. So at this point, it kind of feels like we figured it out, right? You've figured out your term, you figured out your payment, you know exactly what you're you're looking to do, and you're set, which may be the case if you're the person who has prepared and is going in with this information. However, in the next segment, we're going to talk about what happens when people don't prepare like this. Now, sadly, if you are the typical car shopper who has not done this level of research, which, as you can see, doesn't take a ton of time or effort, you are going to be walking into the dealership with none of this information at your disposal. And what often happens is the salesperson very early in the process is going to ask you what your monthly budget is. How much do you want or can you spend on a car payment? Now, they're not doing this because they want to help you find something uh, that 
is as affordable as possible. They're doing this because as soon as they have that number from you, they have the control. What they're going to do is not look at what's the quickest term that this person could possibly pay that car off based on their their budget, but they're going to look at, well, how can I get the payment to start as low as possible so that I can add as many things as possible to this sale? So they're going to be stretching out your term five or six years, sometimes more. And by doing this, it starts that monthly payment as a whole lot lower. Again, you can look at the spreadsheet and you can see just how much the monthly payment may drop as you add a year or two years of payments to this term. The reason they're doing this, though, is they've got this $30,000 loan that you would have been working with, and they're finding ways to maximize the number of products that they can add to it and still stay within your range. So if you're not somebody who knows to look for the uh, bill of sale, the breakdown, to ask those questions, to understand what each of the different things are that they're potentially trying to sell you on, and you're just working from the monthly payment, the scenario is going to play out something like this. They are going to get you to do a credit application. They're going to find out what you qualify for. They're going to spread out the length of that loan as long as they possibly can. And they're going to add as many things as they possibly can to the total price. So you're going to find things like warranties, gap insurance, tire and wheel protection or dent removal programs and all kinds of different things that are protections and products that really won't serve you in most cases. Now, they might have just added $5,000 worth of additional products. But what's going to happen is very interesting because you're thinking right now, well, that's, I'm going to see that. That's going to that's going to be something I'm, I'm, not going to, I'm not going to buy that. I know better than that. However, salesperson comes back in, and they're excited. They are just so positive and so happy to be showing you this number of only $648 a month. And oh boy, that is not just in your budget, but it is in the lower half of your budget. They're so excited that they were able to save you all of that money. And guess what? You're excited too because you like that number. That number looks good. And as a result of that, you're thinking about driving off in that car. You're thinking about the fact that you're not having to blow your budget. And you sign saying, let's go for it. Let's approve this deal and let's move forward. They start doing your paperwork, maybe send you off to go get some lunch or dinner or something. You come back and you're signing everything. And maybe you do or maybe you don't notice some of these things. But they've just added that extra $5,000 in products. And on top of that, 
they have forced you into a situation where you could have paid that car off in four years, but instead you're going to be spending that same monthly payment for six years. You have to do it for an additional two years, which is just crazy. On top of that, they probably marked up your interest rate for a variety of reasons. One being the length of the loan is longer, so as a result, the interest rate will automatically increase. And two, they have the option to actually mark up your interest rate, which makes them even more money. So in the end, where this leaves you is buying $5,000 worth of products that you're probably never going to use and spending $12,000 in finance charges because of the way that they've manipulated this number for you. This is one of the biggest factors that led me to creating this podcast. I want to get this out if only one person hears that information for the first time, didn't get it somewhere else, and is equipped as they go into a dealership and doesn't let this happen to them, I will be happy. Because in my opinion, this is criminal. And it's it's allowed. There's certainly a lot of uh, room for debate on how well these things are presented to the consumer. But it's to me, it's despicable. It's it's dirty. It's the exact reason why car dealerships and car salespeople have a bad reputation. So the dealer, the salesperson, the managers, the bank, and those dealers, vendors have all just made a ton of money off of you. And I want to help prevent that from happening. If you listen back to what we just covered in this episode, we talked about how you need to start the uh, negotiation process by understanding the purchase price first. Uh, By doing so and by having some information about what you qualify for prior to even stepping foot into the dealership, you will know the questions to ask. You will have the information at your disposal so that you shouldn't have this type of a situation pop up. And if it does, you will know, okay, that term is longer than I want to be financing for, or you'll see those additional fees and you'll ask about them. And hopefully as a result, you're going to save, as you can see, thousands of dollars is very common that you would save that kind of money. So I know this one got a little deep into the numbers. It's a little longer than typical and we covered a lot today. Um, realistically, I could probably do entire episodes on a dozen different factors that we talked about in this episode, and I probably will. So, uh, I want to share this information and continue to find ways to get more of this out there to the public, um, to help you better understand, um, what some of these bad situations are, uh, as a buyer and how you can prevent those things from happening to you. If you are interested in my help so that we can discuss all of these factors and how they relate to you specifically, 
please reach out to me. You can view the information on that services page of my website at thepropercard.com. You can learn more about my consulting services and the other services that I provide. And of course, if you have any other questions, we covered a lot today, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's questions about today's episode. Um, please reach out to me at podcast at thepropercar.com or on Instagram or Twitter at the underscore proper underscore car. And of course, please consider subscribing and sharing this with friends. Uh, it means a lot to me that you're listening and that you're hopefully being helped by this, uh, but I welcome your feedback, I welcome your reviews, and those types of things really mean a lot to me. Thank you for listening, and until next time, enjoy the drive. <laughs>